0: it's not for everyone but i'm kind of a big fan of like um do you remember like tazos oh my god that's so cringe it's just a thing i like and and i as i said it's not for for everyone necessarily i mean isn't there something that 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 you like that perhaps not
1: not for everyone Uh, uh, Mm
0: -hmm. uh, uh, i mean maybe vinyl like the records or the clothing both and the stickers Yeah, wear vinyl while sticking the vinyl on you while listening to the vinyl, I guess. That's a lot of vinyl. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's... And why should that be a problem for anyone? You know,
1: it's not for everyone,
0: but but that's your thing. That's your
1: thing. Jenny, what's your thing?
0: Well, I really like... Queer and Pleasant Strangers? Yeah. (laughs)
1: Greetings, strangers, queer and pleasant. I'm
0: not Laura Kate Dale. And I'm not Jane Eris Magnet, and welcome to another episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers. It's a podcast where two queer trans ladies talk about the media we have consumed during the week and have a bit of a catch-up and do silliness. How are you doing? Uh, I'm sleepy. Uh, I'm also sleepy, but the <sighs> sunshine today has helped. It has been nice. I went out and had sun touch my skin. We've had a bunch of July rain and greyness and and dark, and yeah, dark we weather. Yeah, we been heavily into winter for for a few weeks. Yeah, but th- there was vaguely some sunshine back, so hooray! Yay. Please, I would like a summer now that I can enjoy some summer. Oh, apparently there was like a month's worth of rain in London recently. So yeah, the the the, the streets flooded somewhat the other day. Mm. Um. But it looks like the weather's going to be going up and up and up from here, which is nice. I could do with some mm. summer. Yeah, I could do with some some yeah, some yeah warmth and you, some sun on my skin. You know what else I could do with? Hearing about things that you've played this week. Are you sure it wasn't
1: a Segway that you could do with?
0: Uh, I, well, I mean, look, I, I, I already have a Segway. You heard, heard it right you, there. What have some... if you played this week? It was week? right here. It was right there. I saw it. I've played... Uh, we played some some boarded games. Oh, tell me about one of the boarded games we played. Uh, we played uh, Unlock. I believe it's the first of the Unlock boxes. Yes, uh, yes, this is this is a, one of those escape room box escape dealies. Room boxes, escape room in a box, escape room in a box, escape room in a box. And this one doesn't have limited use codes. Hooray! And it's also got three escape rooms in one box, which is oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so I like how this one handles its, um progression through the escape room mechanic. Yeah. Because its core mechanic is, do you want to use this item on this item, combine the numbers, look in the deck, is there a a card that has that result on it? If so, you can flip it over. Either it will be, yes, that was correct, you've done a thing. You've achieved this. Or it'll be, nah, we caught you in a trap there, you thought those would combine and they don't, punishment, and you lose some time off of your your little timer on the app.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Uh... I thought it was a really intuitive way to do that this kind of, of escape game. Yeah, definitely, it was a lot of fun. We, we there's some of the some of the puzzles were uh, very interesting use yeah. of the mechanics, uh, and most of it is just typing numbers in. Like, there's um, like codes. So if you if somewhere in the room you have like a, a code you can type in, yeah, you can just go to the code section on the app and then just type in a code, and if it's a thing, it will do a thing. Yeah, and I like how it. Um, adapt some of the point-and-click adventure game mechanics such Mm -hmm. as, okay, there's very obvious interactables in the room which are represented by obvious circles with numbers in and you go through the deck and find those cards. But there'll also be that little, you've really got to be looking out for the pics on the, the screen of like, oh, that's a thing. Oh, I guess I'll click on that. The that doormat I... has the number 20 written on it. Sort yeah. Sort of very, very lightly. Exactly. Like, rather than being, you didn't notice that's a thing you could click on, it's, did you spot that there's a very faint or very small number hidden somewhere? Mm-hmm. And, oh, I've spotted that. Now I can take that number, a, a card out the deck. That's led me to something else. Yeah. Um... There was a f- couple of times where I think a couple of the clues deliberately misled us in ways that were like ma- made progression a little bit stumbly. Yeah, um, and there was there was at least one thing where we were like, oh, I'm not sure if we should do that because I think the, like one of them was a control panel on the exit, and we were like, well, we better not touch yeah. that. That's the exit. It, it it actively said like this controls the exit, and it's like, oh, well, we've got so many clues we haven't touched yet. Clearly, we're not meant to do that. That's going to be the last thing we solved. We were, and in fact, meant to do that. Yeah, there's a few things like that. Um, and initially, we got a little bit scared off trying things for a little bit, because the first time we like tried to combine two things... And it gave us a failure, and it was like, "Yeah, you did something wrong." You lose three minutes.
1: <laughs> uh, everybody, come we, on now.
0: We panicked mildly, yeah. but I think we we got back into it. We got a little less scared to try things after that. Yeah, we did uh, two out of the three in the box because we need more people. Really, I need yeah. to do uh, the the last one. Um, and. Although we didn't get either of them within the time limit. We
1: were only like three minutes over on either Yeah, one.
0: we were a couple of minutes out on either. Um, I would also say the hint system isn't terribly helpful. It's not as hinty as you might hope. Yeah, it, it, so the hint system is like, hey, type in the number of a card into the hint thing and it'll give you a hint. But several cards, it's just... F- find the code is the hint, and it's like but yeah, I'm well, tr-
1: yeah. trying to do that. <laughs>
0: You've not really like pointed me towards what other clue would help me on that. Mm. Um But overall I think I like the the fact that it's reusable. Yeah. I like that there was like several in the box. It it's one of my favourite escape room boxes we've done. Yeah. I definitely preferred it to Pendulum. Because of the content. Yeah. And I I think I preferred it to Exit because of the reusability and yeah. the art on it was really good. Oh, the art was Especially really good. Especially the fun. second one, which really reminded me of like Day of the Tentacle. It, it style. was a it was a very Day of the Tentacle esque stop the evil scientist. Um Yeah, and then, like there were there were a couple of things in that second one that weren't great. Like there was one trace your your route through this maze where the icons yeah. were a little too big and they sort of blocked you from seeing the maze properly and mm-hmm. that caused us some problems. But, overall, I had a lot of fun with this and I would definitely... This is, I think, the first company that's made these escape room boxes where I'd go, yeah, I'd pick up another of these. Well, there's a, a good few in the series, so... Yeah. and And, I mean, the thing is, like, if a few of us within the
1: group of people that have been doing these...
0: Yeah, are like, hey, I'll get one and then we'll pass it round. And then the next person goes, I'll get one and we'll pass it round and we'll send it off into the world. Exactly. Hopefully these play and pass games will continue on into the world. Yeah. Uh, what about you? You've played anything else? Uh, I played a board game without you. <sighs> I now, now that I am fully vaccinated and so are my parents. I went back back home and saw my parents for uh, for a little little sort of overnight trip. And mm-hmm. um, I played a board game that we got them for. I think like last Christmas. Uh, yeah, possibly. Okay. And my parents have been a bit intimidated by the rule book, oh, but I'd, I'd played it. We've we've played you a similar one. Yet? Pardon? i have introduce him oh, to Roggen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, we've talked on this show about a game before called Azul Summer Pavilion. It is a drafting game where you have a bunch of tiles placed out in the middle of the table and you can take all the tiles of a certain colour from a certain section of the table and you're trying to basically fill out these um, these individual cards by... Maximizing when you get these various colors of tokens, and there's a few modifiers that are things like every round a different color will be a wild token, so you can use it, you know, wherever you like, and things like that. Um, so we we got we got my parents uh, a copy of Azul Stained Glass of Sintra, which is the third in the
1: Azul series.
0: Yeah, we uh, uh, Summer Vili- Pavilion is the second, yes. I think. Yes. So Stained Glass of Sintra. Uh shares a lot of core mechanics with summer Pavilion, but changes enough to feel like a distinctly different game like I don't think it would be a waste if we had both of them in our collection. Okay. they feel separate enough um so at its core it's still a drafting game um different what much like uh much like summer pavilion the to- the um the the pieces in this are gorgeous <sighs> they're lovely um very good tactile tokens and and p- game pieces in all these oh. old games. Um, but you're still dealing out like sets of four to all these sections and everyone's drafting them by colour and trying to do things with them on their board. But instead of trying to fill out these flowers, you're trying to build uh, stained glass windows in various columns. Um, there's a couple of additional mechanics that make this a little bit more complicated and maybe a little bit more thoughtful of a game. Um, first of all, you can pick up as many tokens of a colour as you like as you would in Summer Pavilion, but you have to put them all in the same column, which means that it's conceivable you might pick up more of a colour than you can put down. Um maybe it's like, look, I only need four blues and there's five blues out there. This would this would complete my column in one go, but I'd have too many. And you then get punished for that. You if you take more than you can put down in a single column, uh you get a little bit of broken glass, and that basically means some some lost points at the end of the game.
1: Agreed.
0: No uh, there is a bit of a balancing act to, this will help me complete a column and get me points, but I will lose points at the end for it. Is it worth it that you've got to think about? Uh-huh. Um, Azul P- Summer Pavilion has a mechanic where the first person to take tokens out of the centre of the table gets to go first on the next round. Uh-huh. This has that same mechanic, but instead... Uh, There is a slight downside as well. You get that first player token for next round, but you get broken glass, so you do lose some points at the end of the game, but you'll have an advantage next round, Mm. which I think, like, balances out really nicely so that it's not just the same people going first player token, first player token every time. Um, On top of that, um, there is a mechanic where... When you put down your tokens in a column, you have to move this little character over to the column that you've placed them in. Uh, You can place your pieces in the column you're stood above right now or any of the columns to the right. Mm -hmm. Um, If you want to place it in any of the columns to the left of where you are, you have to use a turn moving your character all the way back to the left and not drafting anything from the middle. Uh, So part of the mechanic is about, you know, trying... When do you reset? Yeah, when do you reset... Um, uh, when you score columns, you win. Uh, you get the points for that column, but also any of the already completed columns to the right of it. Okay. So there's a balancing act of what order do I do these columns in? So that like, if I do all the ones on the right first, I'm going to have to reset a bunch. But it means when I do the ones on the left, I'm going to get loads of bonus points for it. I'm mm. um, balancing a bit of a pushy luck in there. Yeah, there's there's a lot of different things to think about. Um, my in my experience. The best strategy I found in the maybe four or five games that we played was um, try as best you can to do do these columns sort of from the right-hand side toward the left-hand side-ish, but don't go strictly the very right to the next one to the next one, because you're going to be resetting way too much if you do that, so maybe be like... Uh, I'll go, like, halfway down, I'll start filling in the third, I'll start filling in the fourth, I'll start filling in the fifth, oh. I'll go back to the start, I'll finish off five, finish off four, finish off three, uh, yeah. sort of hop around the board a bit. But
1: yeah.
0: yeah, it is really interesting. It's a little bit more of a... You have to think a few more turns ahead than you do in Summer Pavilion, mm-hmm. and there are more consequences to um, to being a little greedy than there are in Summer yeah. Pavilion, You don't have uh, that—the equivalent of that center flower where you can just dump your duplicate stuff that you don't need. Um, There, there is no place to put the stuff. There is no backup plan.
1: Yeah, or it goes in the shattered glass.
0: It feels like a really nice escalation of. Do you like the core mechanics of Azure Summer Pavilion, but you would like something. A little more complex, but of the same nature. Mm. This is a really fun game. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 big into Azul, stained glass of Sintra. I'm I'm glad that one came out well. Yeah. What about you? What have you played this week? Uh, we played a game of Pandemic Classic. We did. Ooh. We played it on the the hardest difficulty of the classic game. Of the classic, yeah. I think that's uh, six.
1: Um yeah, six, six pandemic um, cards in there six epidemics in epidemics
0: there. yes yes there is a seventh because we've got the um on the brink expansion oh yes but yes. i didn't didn't feel think we were ready for that Turns out we might well have been. I I mean, I think we, we lucked out because uh one of the colours of the disease just never showed up at all, so we never had to go to that area. Yeah, which... We didn't have
1: to worry much about Eurasia full stop.
0: Yeah, exactly. And we managed to get a couple of cures in nice and early, mm-hmm. which which really helped. Um But yeah, I, we both played with some character classes we've not really played much with. Yeah, I decided to do um rather because very often we've just picked out characters just because it's more fun. Um, but we are so well-versed in Pandemic now, I thought, like, let's do a... deal out three random ones from the roll cards and then just pick one from there. Because yeah.
1: otherwise we'll just end up picking the medic and the scientist again.
0: Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was good. Uh, you played... Who did you play? Uh, I don't remember what their name is, but their role was uh when i'm taking cubes off of the board uh once per turn i can put the the cubes on my character and if i've got 3 cubes i can use those in the place of two cards of the same color when trying to get a cure mm-hmm. um that was a really interesting balancing yeah, act um yeah. it it sort of incentivized me being in certain places and curing specific things to work towards those cures mm. Uh, I can't remember. I was the dark green one. I was able to stop cubes appearing where I was, or oh, yes. um, into anywhere adjacent. Uh, to quarantine specialist. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, you you can sort of um just sort of stand in hot spots and make nothing no, go wrong. No, it's you lot. Just you, you stop it, stop it. And they did. Um, yeah, and we got through. We were pretty close to the bottom of the deck as well. So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I think we did pretty damn well. Ah, uh, yeah, it's it's fun to play a bit of classic pandemic and it's been long enough that we've since we've last played it. It feels like a really long time. It it's been a while. We've we've had lots of new games to play which has sort of gotten yeah. in the way a little bit yeah. for us. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been nice to have a bit of a you know what should we just Yeah, know. Pandemic's nice. Yeah. I like Pandemic.
1: Mike the panda. Mike what? Mike the panda. <laughs> uh, what about you? Have you played anything else?
0: Uh yeah, so I played a bunch of the VR version of Mist oh. on the Oculus Quest. Did you go straight to the fireplace at the beginning and get the the white piece of paper out? Uh, went went to the fireplace, didn't point out the piece of paper. <laughs> um yeah, so my i i, I got my mum an Oculus Quest a while back. Mm-hmm. She really likes VR gaming. She does. Um, when I first got, like, some VR headsets back in the day, my mum used to invite me around and be like, I want to show the VR to people from work. Can you bring it around and set it up so I can show them? Like, mum really likes VR, so I, I treated her to a quest, because I was like, it doesn't require a computer, she can just put it on and turn You don't have to on. lug anything all the way down. <laughs> it's exactly. And she's been getting on really well for it. She's she's at the point where she's starting to look through the store and find games she might like by herself yeah. and picking stuff out to buy. Yay. and uh when when i went to visit for the the recently she had bought herself mist uh so yeah that's a tough one in vr right uh, where do you make notes well that's the thing mist i don't think is necessarily a terribly great vr game because you can't really make notes now what you can do is when you find let's say you find a book that's got certain notation in it you can just hold the book in one hand while you go around the rest of the world and keep it okay. to, to... So you can sort of bring your notes with you, which okay. somewhat helps. Um, but, yeah, my mum was having a bit of trouble with it because, like, this is her first real experience with um, open-ended 3D puzzle games. Mm-hmm. Uh, particularly, like, Mist is a notorious one for being a bit of juice and having <laughs> some real tricky it's very hard to get a foothold and to get like your first couple of clues that start things going. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went back and forth with one of us playing in the VR headset and the other one sort of uh, watching along on the laptop because so we were sort of streaming gameplay over mm-hmm. to the laptop. And, you know, whoever wasn't in the game would take notes and we talk back and forth thoughts. Um, but we made quite good progress. Yeah. Um we managed to find uh we managed to rotate this tower so that we were finding like oh there's clues in these directions Uh, and uh uh, there's a astrology tower that we managed to sort of jot down some constellations from and that led us to some buttons to press and that made a boat come out the ocean Um, i played it once it was a very long time ago. i I played it decades ago and we was free in the sun at one point yeah uh what did we do? We found that I've ever we, bought it. we found a bought secret it. we found a secret elevator that was hidden in a tree mm. that was operated by a boiler that we had to sort of raise and lower the pressure on. Ah. Um we found oh we found a bunch we found a bunch of stuff. Um but yeah, we had we had a really fun time. Um that's not a game that I would necessarily like I feel a great need to play by myself and even if I did, I don't think I'd have a great time playing without someone taking notes. Mm. Um but, it was a really nice cooperative experience, and yeah. it was really nice to introduce my mum to a lot of, like, the... I, I There was a lot of explaining, like, okay, this is a thing that this genre of video games does. Um, This is sort of how I've known to go and check that. Here's... Like, explaining some of how the genre works. How the moon logic works. Yeah, how some of the moon logic works. Oh, yeah. Um, But... By th- by the end of it, she was a uh, she seemed a lot more comfortable with ah this is how I VR game. Um, how was that for motion sickness in VR? Uh so you've got two options. You can either run around with the analog stick or you can teleport around. Um, Mum initially tried running around with the analog stick, got motion sick. Mm-hmm. Um, swapped to the teleporting, totally fine. Right. Uh, I had zero motion sickness issues with wow. the teleporting. The only thing where I got like momentarily a little bit, in, and then I was fine, was there was one section where I had to go up and down a ladder like uh like ten times, and you're climbing the ladder by like using your hands to pull yourself up the wrong wrongs of the ladder, and that was a that was a little it wasn't enough for me to need to take the headset off. Yeah, a little bit spinny though. It was like I'm starting to get strangely warm. Yes, that was <laughs> it. It's like I'm just not gonna go up or down that ladder for a minute, <laughs> and I'll be fine. Okay, um, we'll pop somewhere else. And... But like in terms of like big 3D exploration uh, VR games, one of the better ones for not being motion sickness inducing. It was pretty good. Nice. Yeah. Um. Mist. Mist VR. Pr- pretty good actually. I had a fun time. Mm. Well, thank you. What have you played? I finished Torchlight Three. How was that?
1: Eh. Eh. Eh.
0: I'm glad it's finished. Now I don't have to play it anymore. (laughs) Um, I feel like it was one of those ADHD things of, I don't know why I'm still playing this, but I am kind of stuck in the loop. Yes. But now I've finished it. I'm free. I don't need to do any of the endgame content. Bye. Exactly. Brain needs to have closure. Yep. Brain is good. (laughs) That game has no fucking subtitles. So for all the times I was playing it without the sound on, no idea. Don't know what the ending was. Something with (laughs) some big machine. Did some big thing that got a clockwork heart. From what I from what I remember about that game, you're not missing much. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Game game ended, and then it was like, you want some post game content? You can enchant things, and there's this whole gin, dun dun gin, dun gin. I was like, no, I don't care. Bye. 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 (laughs) Uh, What about you? Play anything else? Uh, we played the Space Invaders board game together. We did. It's been a while since we played that. It has. Um, I really enjoy that game. It's a really
1: good game. It's, it's... um, it's
0: it's a bit of a table hog, but understandably, because yeah. it's got to fit a whole set of cards on there. It's it's. I really like um. I really like the idea of a deck builder game where. Sometimes when a good card comes out, uh, and say the other player gets it, a bunch of that card become available to purchase mm-hmm. with buying power. So you're not instantly like, "Oh, that's the best card, and only you have it." Yeah. That you can start being like, "Oh shit, now's my chance to try and grab some of those." Mm-hmm. Um, it it feels like it gives some kind of parity between largely what's available to players, yeah, which definitely. is nice. Like- I mean, really the only thing sort of keeping you away from stuff is whether you've got enough energy in your hand. Yeah, exactly. Uh, unless people are shooting things um, without looking at them first, without uh, probing yeah, them yeah. first, which, you know, that that's, generally speaking, like losing you um, yeah. those research points, which are a, an important currency to have. I, I, I will maintain, I think that this game's structure of how turns work is obtuse, and needlessly convoluted. I think it, what that game really needed was just a really simple. Here is a card. Here, are, here is understanding that because having to flip back and forth through the manual. Yeah. Like once you've read explanations for all those things, all you need is a bullet point list of. Okay, yeah. I can. Um, I draw a hand of cards. I research. I um, move or shoot or buy things. Yeah. And then I restart. It, that, that's it. Like It needs what a bunch of other games have, which is the reference card every player has in front of them. Even the goes, back of the manual. But yeah, this is the steps of the turn. Yeah. Because it is not intuitive. It does not instantly feel like... It doesn't make instant sense. I feel like every time we pick up this game, I'm going to have the same... Ever so slightly distressed, like, wait, so wait well, what's, what? what? What am I doing uh, for like three or four turns? Yeah. While my brain adjusts to what is the order this of this game's overly complicated way of doing things? Mm-hmm. Have you played anything else? Ah, uh, I think that's everything I've played this week. I have played one other thing. <gasps> Tell me about the other thing you've played. I played no game. What? What is no game? There was no game. You see. Tell me about No Game. There is No Game: The Wrong Dimension. It's available on oh. Steam. It's based on a uh, an old Flash game. Yes, I, I I didn't know this was out. I saw trailers for this a while ago, and I wanted to check it out. How is it? Um, it's fun. Yeah. Um, have you played the the Flash game? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So um, I think it came out in like n- August or, or December last year. Okay. Um, I it popped it popped into my world because uh. James Stephanie st- shared a capture of someone ripping on some dickhead in their stream.
1: Oh yeah, and I was
0: like, "That game you're playing looks fascinating." Yeah, <laughs> in the background of you just ripping the asshole up, someone. Was this the um shouting at the transphobe while they had yes. the big booming voice? That's yes. um uh,
1: Jordan, Jordan
0: Reconapolis of um the Axis of Awesome. Oh, is that them? Yes. yes. Yeah, okay, well, like, that was the game, and I was in the background. It took me a while to track it down. I was like, that looks fun, I want to play that. So I did. Um, yeah, uh, we had some fun on stream. It gets a bit meta at one point. I imagine. It injects some DLC. <laughs> it's like, oh, do you want DLC? Do you want loot boxes? Uh, references to Super Hot and Minecraft. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a fun little... Yeah. For a little
1: experience
0: I um, I think I'm about halfway through maybe yeah. slightly on more than that That's, what's the full title of that again there is no game wrong dimension yeah uh, yeah there is no game wrong dimension um there's a like a a really meta little uh point and click bit in it mm. where you've got like a tv that's initially like there's no AV signal plugged into the back so you have to move around the back of the TV and plug the Uh. the video cable in. Then go back around the front and deal with like what's happening on the screen and then sort of unscrew the back off the telly and be like oh I need to adjust this over here. Are you downloading it now? I'm downloading it now (laughs) because I've been wanting to play it and I didn't know it was out and I'll forget if I don't do it now because ADHD brain
1: ADHD (laughs)
0: Um, yeah, it is. It's a, a fun little experience that's uh, very silly and certainly allows you to be just a massive goblin at the beginning. Hee hee hee. Hmm. Uh, is that everything you played? Uh, it's everything I've played. You you also did some twists, some puzzly things. I did. I've 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 been doing the. So basically, I kind of was like, wouldn't it be fun to do a a stream at some point where I just go through some of my twisty puzzles and just solve them? I'll just start with a table of. Twisted, fucked up puzzles, <laughs> and then I will sit and solve them for the evening. That sounds like a really fun stream. I was like, yeah, well, you know, it'll be my fixation Thursday. How's that?
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So, like, that sounds like a lot of fun. Because initially, it was like, gosh, it would be amazing if I had a nineteen by nineteen x nineteen cube, <laughs> and then just did like a six-hour live stream of solving it. <gasps> oh Like that would be really fun for me. I don't know if anyone else would enjoy. I that. think it would be. I think you'd. F- I think you'd find an audience for that. Um, yeah, I imagine it'd be like six or seven hours to save. To save that. That thing's like seven pounds, like seven and a half pounds to like lift and twist, twist L-L-B's. and Lbs, yeah, not seven sets. pounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's about seven hundred pounds. <laughs> it's like no, I should really be saving because. For like a house or something rather than but big cube. <laughs> this amazing big cube. Big cube. Big if if cube. anyone wants to send me one, big cube. <laughs> promote... send, Jane, send Jane the big cube. Hey, hey, hey promoters <laughs> or, or anyone out there. Um, and then I was like, yeah, but what about like the minx puzzles? Because those are a lot cheaper at like, larger sizes. And that'd probably be quite a long thing. I was like, mm-hmm. And then I discovered there was an extra minx that's like 300 quid. And and that's a, a nine by nine um, mega the the twelve sided oh, one. Oh wow! So yeah, that's pretty fucking huge, and and I imagine would be an awful lot of fun. And um, so yeah, I was like, well, if I'm gonna do a stream, what would I do? Well, start off with the basics: so two by two, three by three, five by five, seven by seven, nine by nine. Yeah. Cut it. You might have noticed I have I avoided at least one number there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I deliberately avoided the the the, the 4x4 because I don't like even numbered puzzles. Like, no. Uh, good ones are expensive. Yeah. Um, Historically, they have had problems with slipping. I have a, a Rubik's brand 4x4x4 and it's horrible. Yeah. Um, I tried to lube it and it made it worse. It... <laughs> uh so now it needs a deep clean which i just can't be asked to do so it's been sat sat there for uh gosh nearly a decade now uh, mm. in that state uh my rubiks brand 5x5x5 is also just ho- fucking horrible mm. um but you got me that nice set with the 2 the 3 the 4 and the 5 in it yeah um by i think they're use yes yes uh, they're like they the basically speed cube designs they're very nice um, but I've always kind of avoided the 4x4 because it has parity errors that just annoy the piss out of me. <laughs> um, I was like, if I'm going to do this stream on Thursday, which will have already gone up by the time most people are hearing this, um, I, I should really do a 4x4. So I, I have sat down this week and been like, okay, what are some of the algorithms? One of them I already know is the rowboat one. Yeah. Which I wouldn't have thought would work on a 4x4, but apparently it does. So. Yeah. Um but there's like a bunch of other ones that are just mm. like oh this this can be over here and over here and that doesn't occur in <laughs> any other way um i've only got like two of the algorithms down out of like five possible cases at the end um so i can't be i can't be asked i'm just going to have to go well i'm just going to hope that shuffling it around a little bit more and trying sometimes, yeah. f- uh, flipping the centers around a little bit, like yeah. messing remember with, with, with the center pairing, um will get it out of the things I can't do and into something <laughs> I can do, yeah, so that's what I'm doing that 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 sometimes fine. that's just how it's gotta be yeah, exactly, so um yeah i've been I've been largely solving all of those, no problem, Is that. How? Uh, it comes out on Friday, no. but it's starting pre preloading oh, today. Oh heck, Skyward sword, Skyward sword, yeah! yeah. It'll be out uh, by the time people hear this. Oh heck, well there you go. Yeah, that's the thing you can do. Um. So yeah, tune in on Thursday if you're listening to the the early access version of this, which you can get for just ten dollars a month. I am excited to hear to to, to watch that. I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna studio
1: lights. Yeah,
0: thanks. Thanks. yeah. Remind me at some point on the day to bring oh. lights down. So Yeah, I'll do. Uh, probably do uh, the two, the three, the four, the five, the mega minx, um, and then just some of the weird ones. Like I'll do the cat cube, because I think people might like to see the little kitty.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I've got a two by two by two cat cube. It's adorable. It's very good. Uh, yeah, and that I think is everything. I think that's everything. Well, then, time for this. Are you a fan of Rage Against the Machine? Ugh. Are you finding life today a little bit exhausting?
1: Yeah.
0: Are you a little bit low on energy and honestly a bit worn down by everything happening in the world right now? Yeah. Why not try Apathetic Frustration Against the Machine? I'm going to tweet about this.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that's where we ended I was going to follow oh, it with no. something, but... No, I think that's perfect. Ah, <laughs> uh, you, 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 uh, you all down there? Mm. Yep, ground control coming in, coming in. Yeah, um, any update on the, uh, on the, the, the re entry window? I understand there were some, some problems there.
1: Oh, um, mm
0: uh, let me, let me check my definitely very real notes. Um, mm. Oh no, sorry I can't come back down to earth yet Elon. Um there's too much wind. Wait, wait, uh, and then is the wind uh is that uh dying down anytime soon? No, 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 the wind's going to be there for quite some time unfortunately. Okay, okay. what about like a, a different landing position? Oh, we had a backup landing spot but unfortunately um uh endangered birds on the landing pads yeah but like uh you know i i ruined that entire beach just to get up oh, here and... no 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 sorry we're not allowed to move the birds you see but i ruined i got ruined so i'm I'm good at ruining things can i just ruin like some a couple of birds i'll no. pay for them no unfortunately, no no no, no they say no Right. Okay. Can 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 we uh you know offer some money to a, a, a government and I'll just like land on, I don't
1: know some oh, soft uh, civilians mm, or something. Uh, no. They're Farmland. all they're
0: all busy. Um. Mm, uh. Mm, they're all busy having an international international. That's the word. They're all busy having an international uh bouncy castle party. Uh, it's there's working bouncy, towards what bouncy pi-
1: castle oh
0: yeah. yeah they're working towards world peace by having a fun time on a bouncy castle so ah oh, sorry oh, can't i can't call them right uh, now how, how long's the bouncy castle can i because i would really like to be back in time for the the bouncy castle party mm, uh let us check um how, how long is your oxygen supply gonna last up there elon uh according to these tanks i've got about three days left Oh, really sorry it's a, it's a four-day bouncy castle party. Oh okay, but we can definitely get me down. To... Oh, definitely, definitely. Just 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 a little longer. Just 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 Well, we will definitely work out something. Just be patient. Uh okay, okay. Uh I spy with my little eye, something beginning
1: with T. It's that Tesla I launched. <laughs> <laughs> So, what if you put in your eyes? Eyes, uh,
0: eyes, 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 eyes? We we watched a thing together. Um. Uh, we watched Silent Hill Restless Dreams. Yay! Uh, specifically the blue ending. Yay! Uh, so do you want to explain to people what Silent Hill Restless Dreams is? What if you took the original Silent Hill movie and cut out like 25 minutes or so? Uh, what if you made just Sean Bean not exist? What if you made Sean Bean not, not exist? What if you made the film start with Rose waking up in the car at the beginning of the film after having cr- after having crashed?
1: Yes. With no
0: explanation, which means the first, like, 20 minutes or so of the film are her calling for Rose, her running from things that there is no explanation for. Ba- basically no dialogue other than her shouting for Rose, and that's about it. Yeah. Uh, right up until Sybil turns up, and then, obviously, they have each other to sort of talk to for mm. a bit. And then you've got some of the church stuff, but Sean Bean doesn't appear apart from vaguely his voice in that garbled mm. uh, voice message you hear at one point. Um, and the, the, the blue ending doesn't even include the getting back to the, the house version. Yeah, Yeah, it is, it is a version of that film that is a lot more confident in trusting the viewer to, you know, not feeling the need to spoon feed them. Yeah. Yeah. um and it's it well does, paced yeah it it i think it really hopes that helps that film to just get into being interesting right from the start and yeah. going okay now we'll dole this other stuff in so that we're not like delaying you getting the tone
1: yeah definitely.
0: um it's a really good edit of that film <laughs> it's so tight. It is a very, very good fan edit that mm-hmm. I. If you're going to watch that film, I'd recommend tracking this version down. You can find it on fanedit.org. Uh, it's the Restless Dreams edit of Silent Hill. It comes as a DVD version. So you will get, like, a DVD menu at the beginning. And you can access either the grey ending or the blue ending. I prefer the blue ending. Um, but that's because it's more bleak.
1: Yay! <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, it's. Uh that is 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 a thing that we watched uh yeah. I can think what else oh uh, what we, we watched we watched black widow we did mm. we 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 did solely so that we know what's happening in the MCU yeah um i i didn't dislike the film but i mm. certainly thought that everything that wasn't Scarlett Johansson was the better part of it <laughs> Um, But that's the trick. Scarlett Johansson played everything in that film. uh, She's so diverse, don't you know? That girl, Scarlett Johansson. Helicopter, Scarlett Johansson. I I, I very much enjoyed the extended family who were introduced. I thought they all had really interesting interplay. They had very interesting plots. Um, Scarlett Johansson existed purely as a vehicle to get us to the interesting story. And yeah. not really do too much of interest yeah. in it. Ray Winstone's accent was hilarious. Oh my god, Ray Winstone trying to do a Russian accent is hilarious. <laughs> um Like he gets across Alright Comrade. Th- <laughs> it sounds almost South African when I try and do. I mean that's the thing, he almost sounded a little South African though, that's the thing. Um he got across like creep creepy, gross, uh misogynists. Oh yeah. Like really well, but he did not portray Russian well. <laughs> he did not well. play Russian at all. Um But like i didn't mind the like i I was all right with the idea of like pacing a marvel film a bit more like a sort of spy film um like moonraker in fact yeah much like moonraker (laughs) um i thought some it's nice to see some sort of hand-to-hand combat rather than just the big superheroes throwing stuff around sometimes (laughs) um they, 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 Deadpool's Taskmaster, which I believe a lot of people are upset about. He, he, I, I never read anything with Taskmaster
1: in. So yeah, I don't care um, either.
0: Way. And specifically not, uh, not Ryan Reynolds. Well, no. okay, Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, but not modern Deadpool. The, the one where he had his mouth sewn shut. Yeah, the, the one from that Wolverine film. Um, oh, was it Oranges? Or, or, or X Men? Oranges? Yes, yes. Um, I mean, look. It wasn't a bad time. I didn't, like, I didn't have a bad time watching it. But like, I would, I wouldn't go out of my way to see it. No. Um, I think the thing that sums up my feelings on this film really well is, um, I saw multiple people on Twitter whose reviews of that film boiled down to, "Here's my review of the film. I've missed going to the cinema. The big pocket of popcorn's unnecessary, but it's kind of cool." And not mentioning the film at all. It's like. It was an excuse to go out to the cinema for many people, and yeah. I I can see how this would be that for people. It was uh,
1: pff, things
0: blew up. Some it, of the graphics were very interesting, and really the only reason I wanted to watch it was okay. There might be something that connects to one of the other yeah, films that I care more about. The 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 post credits is clearly tying into um, Falcon Winter Soldier, although that apparently that was supposed to. Uh, this was supposed to come out before Falcon and the Winter yeah. Soldier, which meant that that reveal at the end was supposed to be that was the big important one yeah, and not Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Well, e- e- either way, it's like, oh, this character's also involved in this thing. Mm. And maybe it's going to, it's kind of maybe teasing this upcoming t- uh, Disney Plus show as well that I don't really care about, but I'll watch that one as well in case it ties into the next thing. I mean, that's, uh, yeah, that's really the reason I was watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier as opposed to Loki, which I'm like, oh <laughs> i God, have having a great happening. time with Loki. Yeah. Loki's been real fun. Yeah. I very much enjoyed the uh the 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 episode that we recently ro- watched um that was very good yeah the one with the many kinds of Loki
1: so many lokis too many lokis too many lokis yeah. um
0: yeah it, it's been it's been interesting lots of little there was a polybius cabinet in the
1: back of that, <laughs> that <laughs> yes, episode there
0: was. which entertained me no end um yeah it's it's just a a, a, a you know that is a fun little romp of a show with like lots of lots of silliness and you know loki's just a fascinating character yeah um, you know, that is more of what I'm I've been interested in. Like like give me more uh WandaVision, give me more um yeah, give me more Loki. I don't care about the like American military stuff. Yeah. Like I I'm going to watch Doctor Strange but only because I hope that it ties into both Loki and WandaVision. It definitely ties into WandaVision. Well, I mean, yeah, we 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 know how it would do that and also I suspect from Loki's premise this is also probably going to be relevant to I feel like I feel like WandaVision and Loki are both setting up shit to do with uh, Doctor Strange and like, hey, put both those characters in Doctor Strange. I'll deal with Benedict Cumberbatch for a bit.
1: Ooh.
0: I mean, it's gonna be a visually interesting film to watch if nothing else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's what I say about the first one. Like, I don't care about Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. But there are some stunning shots in that. Oh yeah, it's worth watching for the cinematography and the visual design. Yeah. I was a bit messy the first time I watched it. I was like this is that, amazing. That honestly seems like the perfect way to way to way to watch it. And I'm envious of that experience. That sounds great. Well. <laughs> um
1: yeah, have you watched anything else?
0: Uh we we continued watching through Yuri on Ice. Uh on the ice. We have nearly finished season 1. We've got like I think two episodes left. We've just got the 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 big the big fight the big finals, the big world finals happening. Oh, um that shit gets real gay. It's very gay. I love it's, it. It's very gay. I... They're just they're
1: what? They're just boys being boys, and they're just lads being just
0: lads. Lads being dudes just exchanging rings in a church. Yeah, just no. It's clearly just because I want a good luck charm <laughs> memento, yeah. and because um, because Victor's been so nice to me, I would like for him to have one too. And if they could match, that would be great.
1: Make it um,
0: gay. But like, that's definitely not gay. <laughs> Definitely not gay. More
1: gay. More. It's, it's,
0: um... <laughs> Reminds me, you need to get back to our house, because I hear that has got so much gay originally. Yes, I'm very ready for to, to go back to that. Yeah. I, I think that's going to be next on the list. Yeah. Uh, Once we get through, say, maybe through Yuri on Ice and uh, Invincible, oh, maybe yes. we yes. hop over to our house. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love Yuri on Ice. It's very good. It's very good. It's very it's charming, very, very gay. My, I... I... It has made me desire much more gay shows. Yay! More celebrate gay shows. Exactly. It's made me realise what a paucity of of, of really gay shows it's, we have. Yeah, it's it's made it's made, it really gives that vibe of oh, we could just have this in shows. We could just we could we just, just, just have, have really shows, shows that just are very gay. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? That'd be lovely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have you watched anything else? Um, probably. Let me check the list. The Listicule. I don't think I've watched anything else. That's basically been it for me. Nah, that's it. Well then. Time for this. Time for this. Laura, Laura, we've got a new
1: sponsor.
0: Who's on to you, sponsor? Well, do you like sunshine? (gasps) I do like sunshine. Do you like rainbows? I do like rainbows. Do you like snow? (gasps) I do like snow. The nice crispy snow.
1: Yeah. How
0: about... A way of getting exactly the weather you want when you want it with our weather booking app. That sounds really wonderful. So I can just, like, book it and be like, oh, I I, I want to go out in the sun, you know, on Wednesday. I'll yeah. book some sunshine. Just pop that in the app. And, and if the day is free for your weather, then you will, you will get that as oh, your weather. That sounds like a wonderful idea. Yeah, that's bookmyweather.lol.net. And enter the code P S one seven five? And oh. you'll get you'll get you'll get the
1: the weather it's, you want.
0: It's really nice that we've had a sponsor where there's no like weird, you know, problem with the sponsor. What what's that there look are, on your there face? Is, there
1: is a little there is a little note here. Okay.
0: Of, what's the note? Apparently they left the beta test phone near a duck pond oh, by no. accident, and we got a few years of rain booked in. But uh it's nice weather for ducks. I I I mean, I do like ducks. I'm glad they've got nice weather for them. Okay, I can live with the rain if the ducks are happy. I'm going to book some hell of sunshine in. I'm definitely going to book some sunshine in, though, for 2024. Sunshine 2024. Woo! <laughs> Vote Sunshine 2024.
1: <laughs> Inside the boardroom of Electronic Active Softworks.
0: Hi. Hi. So, uh people have been wising up to the whole loot box thing yeah it's a a problem people have realized that loot boxes you know the after them getting the thing they want aren't great it's a lot of money they're starting to wise up that like you know maybe it's a little bit of a money grabbing scam damn it yeah so i've been brainstorming ways that we can maybe get people back into buying loot boxes make them uh, make them seem like less of a scam Right. I mean, like, uh, what are you thinking? Like, that people can see what's in the box before they buy it, or...? Well, you know, that that would mean that they wouldn't buy it if they didn't like what was in the box, which is, you know, a no-go for us. That's bad. That's... I mean, we could put just enough in all of them that it all seems kind of good. Well, I mean, that's maybe a good first step, you know? Be like, hey, you can you can look in one per day, but, like, maybe there's nothing in there you want, buy it, and then buy a random one afterwards. You know, maybe... Yeah, you can't get any more until you've cleared that one. Yeah, even if you don't like what's in there, you gotta buy it to buy others, you know. Right, right. Um, but I've been, I've been working on something. I've yeah, been working yeah. on something. So go? initially, I was thinking about like doing some kind of promotions with like big, uh big streamers and video makers, you know. But then we gotta label it as advertising, and we get and in they trouble. Get expensive. And exactly, they get expensive. So I thought, how about? I think I've got a way we can use their celebrity without having to pay them or market it as an advertisement right so we go find out who's the you know the the, the biggest cult of shooty players right and, uh, yeah, yeah. you know just look up their twitch usernames and let's be honest their online you know their p s n names or whatever are probably gonna be the same usernames right well I mean that and we'll probably be able to see their names yeah on their, their gamer their, tag their, will probably their rank show up, on, will screen. Come up yeah. on the on the screen exactly there. so I'm thinking. We just like go have a look, and without telling those streamers, we go in and we maybe play around with the loot box obviously We fudge the numbers, right? Yeah, so yeah. that you know they they haven't agreed to any kind of advertising deal, no. and we haven't paid them any money, but they just happen to have really really good luck with loot boxes. People watch and go oh, wow, I guess the loot boxes actually have quite a good rate of return of giving you good stuff. And they yeah, go and buy yeah. the loot boxes and they don't get the good stuff. But then we know if they complain to us, we just say, oh, it's a random chance. You know, some some yeah. people will get good stuff and some won't. We, we can't control that. You are a fucking genius. <laughs> I know.
1: What have you put in your ears?
0: I've not listened to a lot this week. No? Uh, I mean, we listened to like six hours of audio drama. Well, yes, I was gonna I was gonna <laughs> let you touch on that because I think I think you you probably the better person to, to know how to talk about it. Um well, you're petting me. I'm touching on you. <laughs> <laughs> um I did listen to a new piece of music that I enjoyed uh, this week. It's called Ex-Husbands and Wives by a band called Quiet Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, it starts very gentle, but sort of gradually ramps up into this very raw, emotionally angry rock track about the process of, um, you know, working through the emotions of a divorce or the end of a serious relationship and how w- the weirdness that can come from our relationship has ended, but we're still living in the same house and that's kind of at the second and that's kind of awkward and we're just trying to live with it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, a complicated set of emotions that's like v- that's verbalized very well. The awkwardness of living in a house with someone who you've ended a serious relationship with. Yeah, that sounds rough. It's 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 a very interesting track about some very rough emotions. But that's that's it for music for me this week. Well then, um, yeah, we we listened to uh, the BBC Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy audio drama primary and secondary phases. Uh, while you
1: built Gundam. Yeah!
0: <laughs> I, I I finished two Gundams and started a third. It's not how it sounds. One of them was 95% complete. One of them was like 80% complete. And the other one I just wanted to start. Yeah, I... I got, I got a samurai-looking one I've started Gundams, on. Gundams, <laughs> Gundams. Gundams, Gundams. Uh, yeah, so we listened to uh, Douglas Adams' uh, The um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, so the first series largely covers the same stuff that was in the BBC TV series. So from Arthur's house getting knocked down to uh, the uh, Golga Frinchins on Earth yeah. and realising that there's a problem with the programme already. Uh, I'm trying to remember book-wise where that's roughly up to. I couldn't tell you. I don't really I, know the books very well by name. I can't remember. I've read the books and I can't remember where these events happen. But And then you've got the secondary phase, which was everything from uh getting picked up um uh getting picked up off the earth in prehistory, uh escaping all of all of those issues, and I to think where it finished. Did we get to the end of it? I believe we did and I can't remember where it ended. It was a long day. Uh, They were um they found ZaniWoop on the uh the ship that was in oh the, yes, the, in the, the pocket dimension had, in the pocket dimension that was waiting to take off yeah because they were waiting for lemon scented towels yes and the lemon scented towels had never come because the civilization around them had collapsed and yeah. the onboard computer was convinced that it's fine we'll just wake all the people up every few centuries give them some peanuts and and some something to drink and then put them back in suspended animation until a society has grown up that will prevent, present them with lemon-scented moist towelettes.
1: Because <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a weird
0: fucking show. Yeah, for anyone who's <laughs> never read The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series or listened to the audio dramas or watched the show or whatever, um, it is basically the bumbling adventures of a man who escapes Earth minutes before its demolition and tries to bumble his way around the universe and gets sort of intertwined with many interlocking weird events. Yes. Primarily circulating around this book called The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. Which um, we we had a bit of a laugh about the whole thing of an electronic book, an electronic book. <laughs> oh, how, what now? How fascinating! <laughs> yes, uh, back in the back in the late seventies, early yeah, like the late seventies, this was a revolutionary concept: <laughs> the electronic book. Yeah. <laughs> now it's just like. That's a bit chunky, isn't it? Okay, so you got you got no, a kindle exactly like... you got a kindle with quite a big memory. Okay, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. and the entry on Earth just says mostly harmless. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's um I think the audio drama is probably the best version of that show. My yeah. only my only real thing listening to Back to It for the first time in fucking years is it's very it's it's like reading a manual by Fantasy Flight. Everything is he him. E yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, if this happens to him and this happens to he and that happens to that, this guy, And it's like, mm, okay, come on. You admit women exist in this universe. Yeah. Uh, but apart from that, like, it, it's very silly in places. It's quite... It's got a weird British sense of humour. Um, and it's that uniquely Douglas Adams stuff that you will... If you've listened to or, or read or watched Dirk Gently, you'll probably enjoy this too. That's, that's the thing. Dirk Gently is the same person and you can tell that because, yes. you know, it's it's not quite to the same level, but there is a certain degree of um very good luck and random happenstance taking a bumbling hero who largely is not equipped to deal with what he needs to deal with, but he'll survive he'll be fine, he'll just sort of luck through it. yeah Douglas Adams has a real enjoyment for surreal sci-fi with a bumbling protagonist who's sort of just falling their way somehow successfully through it yeah, and that's very enjoyable i i yeah. I'm a fan I think by the time they get to the quandary phase um there is there's a whole thing about learning to fly. And mm. the secret to learning the secret to learning to fly is just to forget to to to, to fall. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, yeah, it is just a case of like not really knowing what you're doing and just something happening.
1: Yeah. Who yeah. yeah.
0: uh, doesn't to anything else? No, that's about it for me. Did you listen to anything? Um, else? I am still chugging through the Magnus archives for the third time. Yeah, yeah I'm on episode so? ninety six. I'm nearly halfway through now. Oh wow. Yeah, I've 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 had a little bit of a binge. Don't know when I'm going to get time for that soon, because we've got a big project coming up. Yeah, we do. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of time for the next six or so months. Yes, yes. We, we have com- w- we've committed to being like, oh, hooray, we can go back outside into the outside world again. Let's commit to a big project that takes up our time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And also try and do some things when we leave the house.
1: Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're
0: starting to venture carefully out of the house to see people who are also yeah, of time, fully vaccinated. <laughs> we'll, we'll be fine. We'll make it work. Uh, I, I did. I did some work on the secret project today. Secret project. I was very, very. I'm very happy with the work I did. Yeah, I'm excited to see what you have done with that secret project. Mm, wink, wink. Um, <laughs> stay tuned. We'll let you know.
1: Uh
0: I think that's everything. Well then, time for this. Oh hi. Um, can I can I please get um six large uh, Americanos? Six large Americanos? Uh, yes, yeah, six large Americanos, please. Hmm, that's a lot of Americanos. Well, I'm I'm getting them for the whole
1: office. Ah, yes, yes. I suppose you would. Uh... Millennial, is it?
0: I, uh, I mean, uh, technically by age bracket, yes, I suppose.
1: Yes. What if you didn't order six coffees?
0: I, I mean, I mean, then everyone would be a bit more tired at work. We've got a long day ahead of us.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Very well.
0: Here are three large Americanos. Do you want milk and sugar over there? Uh, um, I'm sorry, why have you only made three? And a little something here in the bag for you. Uh, what's in the bag? The keys to your new house. I'm very confused. What is happening? You're a millennial and you've bought less coffee. <laughs> it's just like all those articles told you. <sighs> oh, goodness. Yes.
1: Don't tell anyone.
0: Thank you, Mysterious Magic Coffee Shop.
1: <laughs> Ooh, spooky. <laughs>
0: I guess I'll get the other three coffees over at Starbucks, I guess.
1: Oh.
0: I my key's vanished. My key's gone!
1: Uh, I
0: won't. I won't buy him. Yay!
1: <laughs> New from Electronic Actors Softworks. You want to feel rested. You want to feel calm and relaxed. Calm, relaxed. Oh. you feel relaxed and calm. Relaxed and calm. Oh. everything is very chill, super chill. Hmm. Maybe buy a loot box. Ah, <gasps> oh, wait, whoa very calm and relaxed, Mm. very calm, breathing deeply, deeply, deeply into your pockets Mm. and out through your wallet, into your pockets Mm. and out through the real money store, Mm. relax, Mm-hmm. Lax with a loot box box. Lax with a loot box box. Electronic active softworks is your friend, friend. Loot boxes are good. Everything is good. good. Everyone loves loot boxes. Loot boxes are good. Mm-hmm. You're very relaxed. <sighs> Questions, Sam. Tough questions. What's the question? Uh, Tricky
0: asks, "What's a good garlic bread replacement for? I don't know, vampires, possibly." Um. Ooh. I would definitely replace vampires with garlic bread. <laughs> um. I feel like if you if you can't do garlic but want something garlic-y, I feel like dough balls. Yeah, dough balls with like some nice um like it, like Italian herbs, maybe ooh. some some chives. Ooh. Um. A little bit of little bit of onion powder, maybe? Ooh. Uh something like that would, would maybe get that good. same sort of uh bready umami flavour. Umami. Yeah. Um alternatives to garlic bread. You can't beat the classics. I mean it's just garlic bread. Yeah. What if garlic chewing gum? Oh <gasps> No. <laughs> Not for me. No. <laughs> you just pulled the Gal- kombucha Gal-gal-gal girl face. Garlic <laughs> is garlic <laughs> is only good in the form of warm <laughs> carbs. Warm carbs are the only delivery system for garlic. What if chewing gum was carbs? I, I, uh,
1: is chewing gum a calf?
0: My, my brain is struggling <laughs> to process this. Let's move on. Okay, David Devlin asks, a catastrophic apocalypse involving synchronised explosion of every builder bear workshop on the planet culminating in the combined floof blocking out the sun for three generations? Question mark. I mean, I'd rather not. If that's if, the, yeah, if that's the like yay, very fluffy. Boo, environmental death. impact. Yeah, I would like the planet to survive. As much as I love floof, I would rather have a planet. mm Hmm. 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 I miss the green things. Don't block out all the sun with the floof. Direct the floof to me. I will live in a house of floof. Can you imagine if we just filled the entire office yeah. with floof and you just like open the door and just like just
1: swim after swimmer? Yeah. <laughs>
0: And occasionally you'll just peek out and it'll look, look like, like a, a, a like a, a gerbil house.
1: Yeah. you just like, I've made a little war in, in my office now. Yes, <laughs> this. Kindness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Patrixalant asks, do you feel that people should envy you to your happiness? No, I think you should have have your own happiness and and en- and enjoy that and feel good. Yeah. 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 Find you're find your happy. Your happy is just as valid. Well, exactly. Je- jealousy and envy they're not good for you. And and in a polyamorous relationship, not recommended full stop. Oh, not at all. Um, not recommended full stop in any relationship. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I feel like it's, it's 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 something that I got way better with as a result of, of, of being Bolly. Oh, Bali. gosh, yeah. It's um, like,
1: oh, this, 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 you'd be happy. Uh, you be happy now.
0: Envy is an emotion that over the years I've sort of learned to process as, um, don't be angry at the person who you're envious of. Take a step back and go, what is it that they have going on that I wish I had going on? How am I feeling about my lack of that? And what can I do to work towards it? Like you know, like to process those feelings and break them down as not you bad. You have thing I want, but like, yeah, okay. Let's 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 not externalise our feelings onto other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phoenix too. ho hi Phoenix. Love you. Love <laughs> you. <laughs> Asks gonna have a kiss. Well I think we've just we've we've just answered that, yes. <coughs> kissy kissy. Soon, soon maybe a kiss on, on the on the head. On the head, on the forehead. On the forehead, on maybe. On the forehead.
1: Yeah. And the,
0: on the other bits too. <gasps> oh, that's salacious that <laughs> is. I'm going to kiss that booty. <gasps> I'm going to kiss that booty. Oh heck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Uh Math tiger asks, uh, my brother and I have been playing Starship Valley co-op. Ooh. Uh once a week for months and uh, we're running out of content. What other Switch games are really good for two players? Ooh, uh I put the Switch away, but let me pull the switch back out and then I can look and be like, what 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 games are good for two players? um right let, um, i'm having a scroll i don't is love in, in dangerous space time yeah love is in a dangerous space is that time on, on switch i believe that's on switch it's a very it's a very good co-op game that's a very good co-op game yeah i'm having a look through I'm what games through i have rest. here that are co-op oh what was the moving house one oh um yes i've completely forgotten the, the name house now. game i hear that's good in co-op Uh, Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker has a really nice co-op mode. We didn't play through a huge amount of it, but we had fun playing through it in co-op. I mean, ideally you want to switch primarily controlling that. Yeah, Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a a fun one to to co-op. Ooh, Knights and Bikes! (gasps)
1: <gasps> oh, oh that's
0: available on game pass yeah knights and bikes is a the... it's, it's a really lovely co-op game about two young friends on a little like uh, island off the british coast um just going on a little kids having an adventure trying to find some yeah think costume quest style art with um just like adorable little adventure with with bikes it's yes, it's very and cute. Nice. It's very good. Uh, should we continue with the questions? If I find some more, I'll I'll just like throw them in as as we go through the the, the, the questions. Alpharet living in a dungeon. Oh, I hope you're okay in the dungeon. asks. Uh, I have a question. Are the straights okay? <laughs> no. S- uh, many of them, I'm sure, are fine. Some of the more vocal ones. No, not really. No, they're not.
1: Oh. Um,
0: what is it with all the different types of male? Are they doing well? What is a sigma male? I understand like a sigma male is like an alpha, but 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 stoic and quiet. Ooh, lone wolf. Ah, it's it's it's. What if what if manly man stereotype? But we tried to manly man the manly man stereotype. But not a gym manly man who's like manly manning it up. Yeah. What if what if, what if introverted alpha? Yeah. Ugh.
1: I don't know. <laughs>
0: Everyone is so self-conscious, and the straights hate each other. Why do straight people seem to resent their own relationships? I have no idea. Why? Why are you in the relationship if you if you hate it? I've been years of romance movies. Like for years, like I, I all most of what I understood from relationships, I understood from romance movies, even the ones that like are considered like, oh these are chick flicks, and yeah. these are ones like that. All my female friends were really into to like to watch a lot of them was just like, no, that's abuse, that's problematic, that's really awful, that's uh, bad too. And they're primarily written by men. <laughs> yeah. Oh, co-op games on Switch that are good. Uh this was a a Switch launch title. Clips.
1: Oh, this is really out. cute.
0: It's a co-op game about like uh, your little paper people, and you've got to cut shapes out of each other to make yourselves fit into different outlines, or do things like uh, throw a ball through a uh, hoop. But you've got to like one of you's got to cut sort of a divot into the top of yourself so you can grab the ball, and the other one's got to knock you up so that you can throw it. And <laughs> oh, it's it's a very, it's a very cute little game. Pardon? don't give them any money, but Tojamanel. Yeah, don't give them any money, but Toad Chapmanel was, was fun. Don't give them any money. Don't give them any money. <laughs> um, do we have any other questions? That's all of the questions. Well then, I think that'd probably do it for co-op. Uh, switch recommendations. Time for this. Do you know
1: what I want to see more of? What do you want to see more of? Virtual Justice Warriors. Social Justice Warriors? Yeah. All right, mate. All right. How you doing? You uh, even up so much?
0: Oh, you know, I hate to the world, you know. Yeah, yeah. Bad man. for me health. Bad for me health. I know it is. Yeah,
1: well, you know, not as bad as some of the things going on in the world right now, but uh, yeah, you... Uh... You been out so much, Larry? Ah, uh,
0: you know, you know. I've, uh, I've, I've been, uh, I've been, I've been reading about various developments going on in the U.S. again at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Biden's not really made a huge amount of change, has he? No, no. And uh, some particularly bad things are happening in some uh, some Republican-led states at the moment. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I wanted to bring up something that's happened in Massachusetts. So. Uh, uh, do, you, do you know what applied behavioural analysis or, uh, is? I've heard of
1: ABA, yeah. Yeah,
0: ABA. Uh, the, the whole thing where it's like, let's torture autistic kids into not acting autistic anymore by, you know, often it's things like, uh, you know, withhold from them the things they love or, um, you know... Is this the bleach thing? Oh, yeah, can be bleach. Can be yeah, bleach. Can them yeah. drink bleach and stuff. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole bunch of bullshit tied into it. So... Things have gotten worse for autistic people in uh, over in the US. Uh, a school in Massachusetts has uh, managed to get the US Court of Appeals to overturn a ban on electric shock devices for autistic people to train them out of autistic behaviour.
1: You mean torture them? Yes. Out of autistic yeah. behaviour. You know, uh, as if yeah. all the other
0: ABA wasn't torture enough already. Yeah, so um, in Massachusetts, it has been made legal to just very painfully electric shock autistic children um as a way to make them stop acting autistic now, can i can i just check is is massachusetts one of those states where you cannot use shock collars on animals i do not know but I'm, i i want to check now give me a sec from a quick search it does look like massachusetts has not banned shock collars they are not on a list of places that have banned shot collars. Right, right. Well, that's, uh, that's... That tells you everything you need to know, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um,
1: well, uh, uh,
0: f- 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 it's, I'm a bit lost for words, I'll be honest, mate. It is absolutely disgusting that they, they think that, that people can be treated this way just because yeah. they're not acting quite the way other people want them to. Yeah, and- just just to give a sense of how bad this is, because it's one of those, like, I don't think people realise quite how minor the things that these shocks might be applied for is, uh, this particular Massachusetts school has applied electric shocks for things including getting out of your seat without permission, tensing up for more than two seconds, what? hesitating before walking through a door, and saying, don't hit your head as a way to try and avoid hitting their own head. Saying the words, don't hit your head, got them electric shocked. These people are monsters. These people are monsters. And look, generally, this is just a whole ass point, is autistic people are so often treated as uh, subhuman, treated as, uh, you know, projects to be fixed through whatever means necessary and... So many autistic behaviours are completely harmless and only exist, you know, are only considered bad because they're not normal, quote-unquote, and, you know, it is is exhausting people act as if these things are cures for autism, because they're not. All they do is they force all of the the experience of being autistic to be entirely internal with no relief valve. It is a horrible thing to put people through, and you know i've seen I've seen people in the autism community talking about this this week. I have seen no wider conversation outside of specifically the autism oh, community acknowledging this is happening and it is barbaric it is horrible and more people who are not autistic need to pay attention to this or to be vocal about it because the autistic community alone is not large enough to stop this no and and frequently talked over for all sorts of things anyway, yeah. so you know really need to. I need those allies to step up. Yeah, yeah. Do you want that hug, mate? Not a virtual one. A, r- a real one. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, if, you, you are here. We're talking in person. We are, we are, right here.
0: It's, it's it, me, I've been so used to hearing you say virtual hug, mate. I've been so used to saying it, mate. I mean, yeah, if you are consenting to such a thing. I am, i have been waiting for this for fucking months. Like, fucking months, mate. Oh, fucking oh, fucking oh, months, Yeah.
1: Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> That's, yeah. a good, that's, that's a good that's start. A good shit that yeah, is a good yeah. stuff yeah, yeah, yeah it's been uh, oh. it's been too long mate. It's, it's been yeah. too long <sighs> no. can't beat it no you, you really can't you really yeah. can't no that's... hug. Yeah 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 yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely, like oh. Uh, oh. Oh, I, It does hit different, right. It does hit different Yeah, I've, I've uh, yeah, Medically needed that oh, oh. Yeah.
0: I can feel the oxytocin Just oh, blood smithers Surging through me, mate Surging through me That's your cuppa Yeah, that's a cuppa, mate Yeah Laura yes we
1: find you upon the internet
0: uh you find me at Laura K Buzz pretty much everywhere Laura K Buzz on Twitter Twitch YouTube Patreon that's the one that pays the bills uh I got books Uncomfortable Labels that's out now uh uh Things I Learned From Mario's Butt that's out now I remember what books I've written uh Gender Euphoria that's out now um other than that, the main thing is on August 6th at 1pm, I'm hosting a trans rights protest outside Downing Street in London. If you are UK based and want to come have a big protesty shout outside of Boris Johnson's house about how trans people are treated, come along to that. Um, I've been working hard trying to get that ready and I'm yeah. very, very proud of myself for that. I've yeah, got some speakers. You yeah, know, you're sorting out first aiders yeah, and stewards. We and... we've got about three hours of speakers, I think, planned. Yeah. Uh which is gonna be really nice, giving sort of like ten to ten to fifteen minute speeches each. Um Yeah, we got we got a whole we got a whole day planned and it's gonna be good. Oh, nice. Um also it's a, it's near an accessible tube station uh, that can be accessed from Train level up to street level via escalators with no gaps or steps, and there are nearby places to get food and drink that aren't exorbitant London prices. Lifts and... as well. Pardon, you said escalators. Any lifts? Uh, uh lifts. Sorry, oh, I meant okay. lift. I meant lifts when I said escalators. I'm tired. Um, <laughs> things that uh, it got very well reviewed by power chair wheelchair users, yeah. uh, which is a good standard for is it accessible? Mm-hmm. Um, also there are accessible uh, public toilets fairly nearby, Ooh, so. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, go go check that out. Mm-hmm. Uh I'd also do a podcast with you that isn't this one. Me, that'll be Poly Armory, it's a D fifth edition real play podcast with questionable morals. It's a lot of fun that we have on that show. Yeah. Uh yeah, we've just uh we've just dealt with sort of a, a nightmare area or nightmare if you will. <laughs> um, that's fun. Uh we've got a Facebook group, we've got a Discord, uh we've got some Queer and Pleasant Strangers t-shirts that are available on my Redbubble, janiac.redbubble.com. The one that pays my bills is Stone Monkey Radio on Patreon. For as little as a dollar a month you can help me justify a seventy-six hour work week, please. please. Uh ideally by the end of the month I would really like to hit twenty five supporters on there. So go on, just for as little as a dollar a month you can help me justify all of this nonsense. Uh, yeah I think that's everything oh streamerlinks.com slash j-a-n-e-i-a-c that is all of my links to all of my stuff all in one place you just, just like you go there and there's clicky buttons it's very easy, a twitch stream as well you can enjoy that too, thank you very much for joining us, Laura can <gasps> you sing us out please darling? until next time, be a stranger <laughs>
1: what was the ending
0: <laughs> oh that's better I oh, love you what was the ending I want
1: you to yell <laughs> no it's okay oh, I'm sorry. no it's
0: okay <laughs> she end. made me laugh very much <laughs> and I'm I like no that's where I want to, I want to know. Wanna...
1: <laughs> that's yeah, the I... ending
0: now oh, what's the director's cut <laughs> <laughs> I kiss you that's the director's cut <laughs> give us the Dale cut <laughs> Release
1: the dial
0: <laughs> <laughs> Never going to happen, but Never I can gone. I can hope. Titty, my titty hopes. <laughs> titty hope. That's my hope. Titty. Hope is stored in the titty. Hope is stored in the titty. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had <laughs> we had other skits. We do.